At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Nottam is democratizing cashmere by making it affordable, making it soft as hell, and doing it sustainably. But how can you get ready for warmer weather and summarize cashmere? These are the questions that keep me up. Well, Nottam is introducing a new product called Nottam Ultra Thin, a silky soft summer cashmere, an ultra thin, ultra ribbed, sexy set of seasonless essentials designed to flatter and accentuate butts. Tommy Vitor loves it. (laughs) Nine styles and six colors. Mix and match tops and bottoms from cute crop tops. Ira's favorite. To I raise love her back. mix and matching tots and bottoms. She raised her back dresses. Lewis's favorite. Lewis's favorite. <laughs> and long summer cardigans, a John Lovett original. Oh, sure. These are buttery, soft, ultra thin spring summer essentials. We talking I, almond butter or sunflower seed butter? Peanut. John Lovett can get all of his hunting vests from Nottam. Visit www.nottam.com. Co, that's .co, not .com, to style your own silky soft summer cashmere look, and for every three-piece set to get an additional 10% discount with discount code KEEPIT. That's all one word. Again, discount code KEEPIT. And we're back with an all-new Keep It Brief. I have some things to say about the movie Salt. I think it's a great movie. Angelina Jolie, there's there's rumors that she's going to be in a Marvel movie, which is great because I've missed her in the action space. I mean, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, Wanted, you know, there's a lot going on here. But I just want to point out that Salt is a great movie. I will not take any slander against Salt. It predicted that the Russians were still up to no good. And I just think more people should watch it. We deserve Salt, too. I mean, what is the price of Salt is my question. Anyway, we have a great conversation coming up with Cautious Clay, where we talk about music and the toll that it can put on people's lives, um, especially if you're touring nonstop. Um, We've seen a lot of that coming from Justin Bieber and people like Big Sean lately, and it's a really good conversation. So, enjoy.
On Monday, Justin Bieber took to Instagram to give fans a peek behind the curtain. After reports that he was battling depression, Bieber shared an emotional post explaining why he's not emotionally ready to make new music or tour. He said, I've read a lot of messages saying you want an album, but I've toured my entire teenage life uh, and my early 20s, and I realized, as you guys probably saw, I was unhappy last tour, and I don't deserve that, and you don't deserve that. Um, And he just wants to take a rest so he can focus on himself uh, because he's made music so long. And also recently, Big Sean came out and said the same thing on Instagram. Um, So here to chat a bit about making music and life in general and how that life can affect you. We have Cautious Clay. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Good. Thank you for joining us today. Happy to be here. (laughs) You just got, you just finished a tour. Yeah. Yeah. I just finished a tour. We did um, Europe and then um, East and West Coast and then a couple other dates in Texas. Do you relate to Bieber and his, his, his touring fatigue? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, though, like I... I mean, my experience is nothing like Bieber's experience. <laughs> Sur- surprise, surprise. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if you guys... Mine know. is exactly like his, which yeah. is bizarre. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, man. Damn. I'll tell you later. I need to hear that. <laughs> but um, I would say it's... Uh, I could definitely understand from a perspective of it being... If, it, if something starts to become unenjoyable, I think it's important that you... You know, especially if that's your, your work or your profession or something that you've been doing... For that long, I think I think it totally makes sense from a from a not only like a personal thing, but like a from a creative thing as well. And you know, for him, if, if he has, I mean, he has been doing it literally since he was a teenager, um, a kid. So I can totally understand that type of perspective, especially when it yeah when it when it pertains to just like how he's going to be relating to his fans and and giving his best work. There's something about being a music consumer where, because it's not like literally tweets where you get new ones of them every day from whomever you're following, you just assume like, oh, they're you know casually throwing this together. But if you put out something every year or every year and a half or two years, that still is like a breakneck pace. People don't understand That's, that, I don't think. It's like what irritates me now when everyone's like, Rihanna, where's the album? It's like, she gave us an album every year for like five years. Like now she's taking a second and it's like, listen, I too want a Rihanna album. I want everything Rihanna possibly has in her brain to be in my brain. But like she's given us so much music. And like when you look back and realize like how often like like clockwork every year, an album, a tour, it's like let her let her chill for a second. You're gonna get your reggae album eventually. <laughs> and it's not like she can make it to the studio anyway when she is door to door selling Avon products. Listen, she spent all this time crafting body lava for me and gloss bomb and trophy wife. She has been busy. She has been trying to beautify the world. She has been giving women, she's been building bras, underwear. Have we, not things got, to do. have we not gotten a press photo of Rihanna like holding beakers and looking through it? Uh, like, how have we not gotten that? Oh, I, yeah, that's the my, that used to be my favorite thing about like a celebrity fragrance in the 80s or whatever. Like, Cher is like, just, just got back from the lab. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. She's probably has some movie where she's in a lab. Was she in a lab in Ocean's 8? No, she was a hacker. Okay, well. 
And her sister had a van. That's what I remember about that about her arc in that movie. All right. Well, as you were talking about Justin Bieber, you know, like he's been doing it forever um, since he was a teen. But you came to music rather yeah, super late. I mean, I've been doing music since I was seven, but it was just for fun, you know, and like it was way much more like a leisurely process. But yeah, I started uh, with the flute when I was seven. I took private lessons and had some great teachers and mentors and. That's kind of like what kept it going for me. How many instruments do you play? Five. Yeah. Not enough. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. Also, are you happy that Lizzo has given the flute something of a renaissance? Like, 100%. wow, people are really revved up over the flute. No, I know. I was I was actually at Austin, and uh, she had a show. I think like oh, maybe an hour after me, and I was like semi contemplating just like, going in the audience and just like starting a flute battle. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yes. That's actually what we need. You need it, Lizzo. I assume you're listening to this. You guys need to get us like a flute duet album, a flute battle. <laughs> that is very ambitious. Yeah. No, I mean, it's between drumline, but about woodwinds. That's what yeah. I want. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would love more flute street battles. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could totally be a thing. You know, I, I it was certainly not. It didn't certainly have the cachet that it did when I was about my age. You know, like eight or nine. Was or, it cool when you were like an eight year old playing the flute? Oh no! Like I was the only. Yeah, I went to all boys Catholic school too. So like, as did I. It was just like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can imagine just like all of the shit that, yeah, things you had to deal with. But look at you now. Yeah, no, no, it's cool. You know, <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, on a podcast that Lizzo is maybe listening to. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it is brought to you by Barefoot Dreams. Lewis. Yes. When you see footprints in the sand, that was when I carried you in my Barefoot Dreams rub. Now, is that a Leona Lewis song? <laughs> no? Uh, if you want to bring coziness into your life, you turn to Barefoot Dreams, especially now as the brand is celebrating their 30th anniversary. With those 30 years of coziness, Barefoot Dreams celebrates being the originators of everyone's favorite luxe home blanket. And while many have attempted to duplicate their blankets, robes, and more, Barefoot Dreams' fabrication and quality cannot be replicated, so don't believe the dupes. Girl, this blanket is it. I effing love this blanket. I'm thinking about it right now, and I want to jump in my bed, which is sponsored by something that we'll do another ad for momentarily. Get ready. There's a reason why Barefoot Dreams has been on Oprah's favorite things list six times. Jesus, get a life, Oprah. My God. (laughs) Dressing head to toe in Barefoot Dreams is the key to comfort as their collection of ultra-soft robes, loungewear, and accessories are made with premium materials. Their products make the perfect gifts, too. Uh, I throw this thing on. I wear it like a shawl. I look exactly like Ellen Burstyn. And (laughs) I am the coziest a human being can be. Because, by the way, it's still that time in Los Angeles where it's, like, pretty mild outside, and then your apartment is cold. I can't explain Mm. it. I don't know things like basic science. For Keep It listeners, you can get 15% off your first purchase at barefootdreams.com with the code KEEPIT15. Don't miss out on Barefoot Dream soft, soothing fabrics that will bring luxury to your life. <laughs> uh, tell us a bit about, um, well, you debuted with Cold War, yeah. um, a song which I love and I remember when it came out. Mm. And it sort of became your a viral hit for you. And yeah. It had like 15 million hits on Spotify. Yeah. No, it's it's really been crazy. That was the first song I released uh, and as an artist, as as cautious clay, and like, it's really just been me putting out more music and and being consistent and and doing tours and. 
putting out these little projects that's kind of led people back to that song, I think. But um, but yeah, like it's it's been such an exploration for me because I used to work in real estate and like had a nine to five job literally less than two years ago. So Jesus, it's, it's that been, recently. Yeah. My God. Okay. Congrats. Yeah. So now Lewis just loves like, real estate, uh, <laughs> right? Mostly because Annette Bening played a real estate. Oh agent. yeah, a harried woman in a boxy pantsuit. I, you know, walking around like oh, yeah. straightening a table. That's what I'm all about. I, Flossing I, windows. I yes. remember when SZA, so SZA used to work at like Sephora, truly, oh, before she like, you know, became SZA. And I love when you hear of musicians who like truly were having real jobs up until recently. Because it's like, yes, you have like Justin Bieber, you have like Beyond, you have people where it's just like they've been, or like Ariana Grande. You have a lot of these people who were just famous, even in somewhere like a Drake, yeah. where it's like, okay, you were making TV before you're making music, whatever. Like you've never had a real life, and like you under you, you get it. Yeah, you've had a real life. Like no, it's it's definitely like the four hundred one k's and the <laughs> whatever that is, you know. Uh, and so, no, I mean, it was honestly such an amazing feeling to kind of get out of that because I never felt like I was built for it. Like I got fired from my first job just because I could never do like exactly what they wanted me to do. And um, I would, you know, be here and there, but it was just like, it just never worked for me. I was fired from a retail job. I think they wanted me to be nice to people. I hate, I hate when that happens. Yeah, you know, it didn't really work out. I worked at a Starbucks for like three months once, and somebody came in, and it was within Barnes and Noble, which is the ideal way to do it because nobody's in a rush. Anyway, this will end it quickly. One person came in, and she goes, she goes, it was taking forever. She goes, I have to go pick up my kids, and I just go, don't worry, he doesn't miss you. <laughs> Were you fired? No, I was I, I was too sassy and fun, so <laughs> they kept me. I'm sorry, we're back to this now. You were just on Busy Tonight recently, right? Yeah. How yeah. was that? Oh, it was so amazing. She's super nice. We just had her on the show, and she um, is capable of talking about anything. It's almost like she should host a talk show. Wow, yeah. That was, <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, she's great. Like, I actually played a couple versions of Cold War on that, and um, yeah, it was, it was actually my first TV appearance, so... Yeah. Daunting? It was great. Fun? It was fun. Yeah. I honestly didn't know what to expect. And like, it was just like, you know, in this kind of removed area. And then you kind of walk in and there's a set and you kind of just sit up there, you know? Like, I, I, I've kind of all these experiences that I've had in the last, you know, two or so years is like, I just kind of walk in completely blind and. Just go with it. So. I, I get it. You know, the first time you're on a talk show, it's a bit surreal, you know, and you just sort of step out there, oh much, as, much as I did last year. When you were on Stephen Colbert, yeah. Oh, was that what I was on? And he was like, explain this Miss Knowles to me, or whatever he said. <laughs> um, I think I was really interested in hearing who some of your uh, music inspirations were, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love that one of them was Joni Mitchell. Ooh, yeah. Joni Stan. Yeah. yeah, no, she's incredible. Um, that song, Help Me, is one of my favorite songs. Oh, I love that album, yeah. Court and Spark. Yeah, yeah. it's so beautiful. Um, but I, I kind of just have always kind of gravitated towards a lot of different stuff that um, feels like it can navigate a lot of different spaces. And, you know, like I feel like she did that. I feel like... Um, I mean, I had a really, really huge jazz phase as well, like with with Clifford Brown and like, um, you know, Miles Davis, obviously. But um, there's like, there's just, I don't know. Like, I feel like a lot of it was my mom and my dad, and like they just had their own tastes and and different things. And then I just kind of like picked and choosed, you know, from from where where they where they had uh, kind of 
kind of been been thinking. Well, since you're not going to get a new Justin Bieber album in the near future, who are you? Who are you mm, liking right now? Okay, yeah. So I want to say so I don't I don't know I don't think they have an album, but uh, the artist that I'm, I've been listening to a lot is actually this guy named Dijon. Um, he's really good. There's also this kid named Aries. It's really cool. Um, actually, these are just like some of my friends too. So <laughs> I'm kind of like shouting them out, but like they're, they're actually good though. Like, so I'm not <laughs> just helps. like, yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of it sometimes also just comes down to like how people, for me, like, cause like, you know, music's in phases and right now I feel like there's definitely this like R&B kind of phase, you know what I mean? But like, I've always come at it from a perspective of like, I just love music and I want to create something that speaks to me and it feels honest and, and, and real to that. So, you know, regardless of whether it's hip hop or rock and roll or R&B or whatever, it's just going to stand the test of time. So that's really, that's really what I'm looking for. Have there been some of, you know, people you've really admired in music that you've been able to work with recently? Yeah. Uh, John Mayer, uh, is definitely one of them. Heard of him. Um, mm-hmm. also seal. Um, oh my God. Crazy yeah. by seal is one uh, of the great nineties hits. I love crazy. Kids yeah. from Rose. I'm on the fence about crazy though. I love. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's from a Batman movie. Say, right. Which I can't stand either. All right. Yeah. No, that's uh, that was that was really crazy meeting him because he's like also such an he's a crazy driver. What? What? <laughs> he's, he's so serene. <laughs> no, but he's like also just like and he also plays the guitar the same way as me. Like I play upside down. Uh, so he like we both share that. Wait, where were you guys driving? So we were driving to pick up um, a tennis racket for his kid, uh, like maybe ten minutes down the road, uh-huh. and so we got in his Tesla, and he was just just going like so <laughs> fast, and I was just like, just in the passenger seat, like, all right, I'm in a car with steel. <laughs> is this in like L.A.? Yeah. It always is crazy to me when people drive crazy in L.A. because you have to stop fast. It just it like if you're on, even on a highway, it's crazy. So yeah. I'm always blown away by that. Yeah, we were also like in a really windy like road area so he'd just be like <laughs> going in front of people and like just like oh my god moment where like, you thought i'm gonna die right. with seal yeah. on oh, tmz it's either like wow <laughs> you died like off a cliff with seal and a tesla or because it's seal you die and like everyone kind of like we have to remember that you also died yeah, you know what I mean, just because yeah. it's it could go a number. Yeah, yeah I know. Like gain something. Yeah, like yeah. you could uh-huh. actually. Like, yeah, I could start you know a whole campaign around my music and <laughs> blow up after Buddy I die. Holly. Yeah, exactly. Gone the too second soon. day the music died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were Steve and Clay dream. cooking up? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was it was cool though. I mean, he was just very like he the way he talks and the way he just like kind of like goes about his his life he's just like always a mystery almost which it's it's just like you know he like he'll like he doesn't really write on his phone he writes on a pen and he like will come back and then come go go to it and come back go to it he's like mm-hmm. very like methodical with his process but also a little ADD I think so. All right. Yeah. 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 I love diagnosing seal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want to know more. (laughs) Uh, Lewis is plotting to break in the seal's therapist's office. Right. Your name. Yeah. Cautious Clay. Where does that come from? So it's got 
I think two meanings. Uh, the first one, I was always very like particular about my music and like how I created it. And like I mentioned, like, I play a lot of instruments, mm-hmm. um, but I also produce and now I started recently singing, but like all of that process that went into that, I was very particular about it. So I just felt like cautious clay sounded better than particular clay. <laughs> <laughs> there is a pun there that works out, I find. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was that was the first reason. And then I think also like cautious clay is Muhammad Ali. Mm-hmm, and that, then like, that, that was like, you know, you know, kind of relationship there. But that, would that was after SEO. the fact. Exactly. Oh, you know what? <laughs> also, like I was really at one point um, the people who owned his uh, like, like the rights to his uh, publishing and like uh-huh. his name, they reached out to us on email, and that was the scariest <laughs> shit. Oh yeah, you thought I've it was like a Marvin Gaye. I thought they were thing. gonna like yeah, yeah. sue the shit out of me. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, oh god. But they ended up being fans, which was like kind of cool. Oh, oh thank yeah. god. Yeah, and they were like, they're like, oh, we want to work with you, blah blah blah. And I'm like, okay, like great, <laughs> like okay. down. Yeah, so, um, some, Layla's still in the picture. Yeah. She can hang out. Some yeah. po- some posthumous Muhammad Ali track. <laughs> yeah, you know, release yeah. that. Album, yeah, <laughs> very highly requested <laughs> in the vault. Yeah. Um, and you have a new EP, it is out now. It's called Table of Context. Yeah, it's great. It's uh, it's just six songs. Um, it's uh, also a double meaning. Uh, I make all my music at my desk. So it's a, a table. You can't even leave that nine to five. You're still doing yeah, it. I'm it. still just. I'm still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a no, new version. I'm just like at, in my room. But uh, and then also like kind of uh, like from an abstract perspective, um, this all like the songs. I, I'm kind of like kind of discussing the relationship between purpose and happiness, mm-hmm. and how those two things can obviously work together, but also don't have to be a part of each other. Um, you know, in relationship to our relationships with people or, you know, just like the things that we do in our lives. Ironically, Justin Bieber has an album named Purpose. And now he's looking for happiness. There you go. <laughs> oh my God, we tied it all in. See how I tied just all like of that together? We did that on purpose. I love I'm like, I'm like Perot. Yes, I'm like right. Perot. <laughs> uh, Cosmos, I want to thank you for being here with us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, people should check out Table of Context. It is on all of the apps, the Spotify, all of, all of the streaming, the even the ones you don't use. Yeah, yeah. Zoom. Right. Oh my God, Second Genesis. <laughs> that was not an app. That was a device. I'm sure there's a Zoom app somewhere. Okay. Okay, Kara. <laughs> <laughs> Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Here you are. BPM's high, sweat dripping, body moving, tongue. 
panting. You're working hard, real hard, and you're thirsty. You need vitamins, nutrients for peak performance and energy. And your plants do too. Aw, I mean, just look at the little guy. Water-soluble plant food from miracle Grow is full of essential nutrients. Just a little scoop into your watering can and boom, instant feeding and bigger, more beautiful plants. It's kind of like a sports drink for your plants. You may have to suffer from heat, but your plants do not. 